don't think we ever got such a strong reaction to any item on the show as we did this week when we discussed the issue of children being left on the sideline and not getting picked for teams, be it in GAA soccer or rugby. It all stemmed from two calls that we received uh, to tip today um, from listeners who were trying to deal with the fallout but uh, because of sensitivity on the subject, they could not, well, they felt they couldn't come on air with us. Jen Hogan then wrote an article on the subject this week, and the response to that was phenomenal, which uh, uh, shows that it's happening not just in Tipperary, but everywhere. Now, uh, Joe Kennedy is chairperson of the county board and joins me now. Joe, good morning to you. Good morning, Frank. And thanks very much for coming on with us, Joe. We really appreciate it. Thank you for this. Um, were you surprised at the reaction to the item, Joe? Uh not really. I, I suppose it's very disappointing when maybe children feel excluded or left out. Um, you know, to, to, uh, I think some of your contributors there, other Morans, mentioned that uh, in around 2010 or 2011, the GA embraced the new uh, player pathway. Mm. And part of that was the Go Games model, which, um, you know, as under 8, 10, uh, 11, and that, that. Uh, You'd have to play games in bits format, and mm. part of the part of the the mode separandi and those bits format is that every every child would be played in all the games, and so if you went off to a, a bits and yeah, you had eighteen players and the opposition had eighteen players, you play maybe a, a ten aside in one in one game and eight aside, and then, you know you play two small games mm. to, to allow everyone to play, and then that progressed to under under twelve, where they brought in the goal games and 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 part of the um, the thinking behind that is that every child had to get a half, at least half a game. And I, I was heavily involved in Borden over the time, and looked as a culture change. But over a number of years, that did happen, you know. And you know, I heard some of the stories there, uh, and last day or two, you know, some people wouldn't abide by, it, but it's very hard to police, and it's it's only it's only officers in their own clubs can can do the best to police. Those do the, best. The, yeah. the, the goal games that's only relevant to a blitz, though, is it? I mean, that's that's well, not the general mode of no. play on under uh, under 12s under 12s the goal games apply to under 12 games but uh, there is, for the last two years we've we, we've been to un- even ages which is 13, 15 and 17 so yes. I, su- I suppose the under 13 games the, the, the goal games format doesn't apply to those Yes. Is it is it almost impossible to police? Because, I mean, you have volunteer coaches, uh, just inevitably with smaller clubs, you will have a coach who has kids of, of a playing age. Is that very hard to police, Joe? It is, Joe, and it's down to every club to, to do the best they can. Uh, and I, I don't think maybe it's widespread because a lot of clubs, I mean, I, I, I'd be talking to my own club included, you know, maybe not at under 13, but certainly at 15 and 17, they're, they're very tight for numbers, so it's, it's, it's not it's not a matter of even people on the sideline that have enough to play the game in the first place, mm. you know. Mm. And maybe some of the bigger clubs, you know, that have bigger populations, it might be more of an issue. But I, I know certainly for most of the smaller rural clubs, um, to, to seven, fifteen to start the game and have two or three subs to to, to be able to, to to play, and and some some of the time the subs would be. Uh, from a younger age bracket, say if it was under seventeen, the subs would be lads who are thirteen and fourteen, so they'd be playing it. They'd be playing it under fifteen anyway, so um, it, it wouldn't be as big an issue. But look, I suppose there's, there's clubs that have a bigger population. Um, it, it would be a bit of an issue, okay. And uh, do do you find? I mean, do, do you receive complaints uh, when I say you, the 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 boards, Joe? Do you receive complaints about issues around this? Uh, 
No, not not at senior level anyway. Um, maybe Borden Oaks would have got a few, uh, mm. but but uh, as I say, I suppose that smaller clubs have no issue. And um, I, I suppose, in fairness to clubs and, and, and fairness to coaches, um, it's it's hard to balance. You know, once lads go beyond eleven or twelve to get very competitive and they want to win games, so they're trying to balance, trying to win games and trying to give everyone game time, and it's it, it's it's um. You know, it's a very delicate balance to, to to try and achieve both of those. Yeah, you're trying to keep everyone playing as long as you can, but if if, if the lads aren't winning a few matches, you know, the lads get disheartened and you lose players because they're not winning matches. So mm. it, it's it's very it's a very difficult balancing act to to, to achieve both. Now, I see need, need more angels would be a club in Cork, and they insist on playing players who are on the on the age rather than younger age. But mm. like I'd imagine, per Nemo Angels base to have. Um, a large population of players, so of they're, probably to, they're probably able to compete. But how uh, how do you feel about that notion that came up? That you know, okay, say you have a an under under thirteen or fourteen or something, and deliberately playing better players from say underage up into that grade, then and and therefore some lads of that age being cast aside in some way. Uh, what is the is there a policy on that? Well, there's not. Uh, it's up to every other club, but. I, I suppose the other the other side that you know around the time them go games models or uh, there was a, a player pathway or a, a development review for 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 GA players and the GA launch. So that's where the 13s, 15s, and 17s would have come from. And and basically that that policy states that you know all grades under from 17 down should be considered development. And uh, like that's a policy from the GA, but no more than the the policy of give respect, get respect for the referees, it, it, it's it's kind of voluntary for people to implement it, you know, and it's, it, it's very hard to change the culture of, over a short period of time. So, um, you know, uh, so mm. the, the policy is there in, in the player pathway report uh, that, that from under 17 down is development, but i say not everyone's, not everyone might be aware of the policy or not. Everyone might be educated enough to follow it. So, uh, following all of this, Joe, I mean, is there is there any plans to I don't know to educate clubs more or or, or make some of the rules more clear? Um, are the ethos, in fact, more clear to clubs? Well, at the moment, there's a, at national level, there's a total review of the the national coaching and game structure, and and, and within that, we'll have to wait and see what comes out of that out of that. Uh, Report that review, so so I assume to be lending leaning towards this that as well, yes. uh, considering that it was in the player pathway uh, report a few years ago. Yes, if you do get a complaint, do you investigate that complaint? Yeah, yeah, we yeah we'd leave a children's officer here in Tipperary. So uh, any, any complaint made uh, against uh, or for a juvenile terror, you know, which be termed under eighteen. Mm. Um, those reports uh, come to him, and like he deals with me, he can deal with himself, and he contacts the club or whatever, mm. and uh, they discuss it. And uh, if you know if it's serious enough, but, he comes to the, to the county board officers. But is there a mechanism, for instance, for taking in a coach and uh, reprimanding a coach in some way, or sus- no? There's no, there's no disciplinary action on, mm. on, on that basis. And should base. should there be? Do you think, Joe? Well, again, it's going back to my earlier point. It's balancing act. Uh, like yeah. most clubs are, are are finding it hard to get uh, volunteers uh, to do the job. So, yes. you know, 
we're, we're trying to trying to keep it on straight and narrow uh, on coaching wise and, and um, giving respect to referees and that and the odd one gets suspended for maybe giving abuse to referees and we start suspending for their coaching ethos <laughs> it might be very difficult to to um, have a, a panel of coaches in the club to to, right. to, to, to operate you know so uh, so that, that mechanism is, isn't there really no it's not and I'd I, I, I take Timmy Hammersley's point from the other day there um, that you know in a lot of juvenile clubs a lot of the time um, uh, his parents are involved and you know as a former juvenile officer myself I know it can be very difficult to, to get coaches involved and if someone has a young lad playing the game it's not easier to, to be going to the matches anyway so it's, it's not easier to ask those lads to get involved in the coaching Mm. So, uh, no, but but I, I would, I, the only thing I could do is encourage um, clubs to, to try and keep as many people being a, 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 as inclusive as possible uh, mm. with games. And like, if you go back over the last ten years, um, maybe maybe small bit longer, uh, five players who received the Player of the Year award at national level uh, wouldn't have played county minor for 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 their uh, for their county. Right. You know, Henry so all, all the more reason that people should be. Nurtured and 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 oh, oh definitely, and yeah. that's the point to make. And yeah. that you know, a, a guy who may not make an under 12 or under 14 team, you know, might develop into a fine, fine player, um, at 17 or 18, yeah. you know. So, it, it, it's important to try and keep as many uh going as possible. Yeah. The, the one of the things that mainly worried me was that the two parents in question who got in touch with us, Joe, that they felt that they couldn't talk to us openly. Because of possible repercussions in some way from the club, would that, would that concern you? I, I, I find that difficult. Well, I don't don't doubt the integrity of the cause, but I, I'd imagine in this day and age that most most club officers have the emotional intelligence uh, to deal with a parent in, in a proper way. I, I know maybe you know there might be peer pressure with the with the juveniles involved. Maybe that might be some of it, but. Uh, I consider most club officers that I deal with that on a variety of issues that, that you can discuss these things with them. So um, uh, I, I can't. I'd be very disappointed that if a parent couldn't go to a club coach or a club chairman or a club chairperson or secretary and discuss the issues with them. All right. It's important to point out that these issues are also there in soccer and in rugby and in other other disciplines as well, but uh, the, our Gaelic games, of course, you know, they're our biggest attraction for, for young kids, so I suppose yeah. they're, they're always going to be up there and examined and looked at, Joe. Well, that's true, and, and, and look, I know uh, I know these are issues, but uh, on on the bigger picture, on the greater scale of things, uh, at any level, there, there's 70-odd juvenile clubs in, in, in the county with, with teams at 13, 15 and 17 in, in say, the juvenile ranks uh, and you know upwards of a couple of thousand players uh, and we should give credit to the clubs for providing games and provide, you know uh, providing games for those and I'd hope that these complaints are more in the minority uh, than in the majority you know and that most most people enjoy their experience of playing underage with their club within the county. Well, Joe, we really appreciate you taking your call this morning, and thank you, thank you for that, Joe. Thank you. You're welcome, friend. Thank you. Take, good, take care. good morning to you. And that's Joe Kennedy there, and Joe, Joe, of course, is a chairman of the uh, county board. Eighteen hundred nine three eight double o seven. If parents left the kids alone, friend, and not get involved, they'd all be grand.
Um, yeah, it, the only thing is, I suppose it's parents driving here and there and bringing the kids all around the place as well. So their involvement is is vital to uh, kids playing whatever games they might choose uh, to uh, to play. I was listening to you a few minutes ago, Fran, about uh, immigration to Ireland, and I want to know: Would you have a contact number? Okay, and you're looking for somewhere to donate money. Um, yeah, let, let me see if we can find that out for you, OK? But uh, And thank you for your generosity as well. Fran, I'm listening to the conversation all week about playing kids above their age if they're good. I understand the frustration of weaker um, players, but we have to be fair to if players are good and want to be competitive and win. Sport is all about competing and trying to win. 083-311-3311. We'll take a break and then we have a little of down your way for you. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie 